Hello, fans. I'm Brian. And I'm Caitlin. And this is... Domestic Debates. Ding, ding, ding. watch list after this conversation hello fans and welcome to another drunk debate no it's domestic debate domestic drunk debate i'm hammered (laughs) welcome to our debate domestic debates yay domestic debates is the down-to-earth podcast where disagreements are encouraged opinions are respected and beliefs are challenged and our quest to understand the other side today instead of talking about something serious we are talking about something silly because um, it is a drunk debate. Not really. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, not. It's it's pretty. This silly. is pretty slapstick stuff we're about to talk about. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I mean, it is serious, but not as serious as like. I don't know. Like the assassination of the 35th president of the United States. I mean, not as serious as like male privilege, which right triggered a lot, a lot of people. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do understand. It did. So this is Brian's first time doing an episode leading an episode. I'm very proud of him. I am not prepared to lead. So this time, Brian's going to take the reins. He is going to tell us all about the assassination of President JFK. And we're going to be discussing that. And we're going to be discussing the the, the conspiracy theories behind it. And we're going to be debating which one we think is accurate, if at all. And we're going to be doing it drunk. Hence the name Drunk Debate. So some of these facts may be not facts. What do you mean? I mean, I'm drunk. Already? No. (laughs) So yeah, we're going to try to keep it together. What are you drinking today, babe? I am drinking in honor of John Fitzgerald Kennedy, the 35th president of the United States. I am drinking bullet rye, which was his favorite drink. Really? No, how the f*** should I know? I have no clue. Oh, I didn't know if that was like a fun fact that you found on Google. It's not a fun fact. I made it up. You should have just rolled with it. Nobody's going to call yeah. you on it. No, somebody would. Somebody in the comments would be like, no, he didn't. We don't have that many listeners. We don't have, okay. Uh, I'm also drinking a Yingling, which is his favorite beer. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Undisputed fact. I asked him. I had a dream and he told me. Danielle, tell the people what you're drinking. Um, A high noon. Mm. Is there a flavor to it? Yep, black cherry. Black cherry, ooh. <laughs> and I am drinking... Apothic rose wine. Yum. Yeah, I really it's my favorite brand of wine, so Yeah. It's almost all gone. Apothic wine, sponsor us. <laughs> oh rye. Give me just you don't even have to sponsor us, give me free booze. <laughs> all right. Oh, and we forgot to introduce our guest, Danielle. Yes. Welcome our guest, Danielle, my favorite sister. Oh, I'm so glad when you're featured. Sorry. I only have two and you you came to my wedding, so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean, sorry dawn if you're listening you had to know that was gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah, you uh, made your choice. yeah so yeah danielle does all our drunk debates with us that is a fun little tradition we're gonna keep up unless somebody better wants to do it no offense danielle like if demi lovato reaches out <laughs> and it's like i want to do a drunk debate like i'm gonna tr- i'm gonna pick her you're gonna drop me <laughs> <laughs> but i mean that's that's how high the bar is set it has to be demi lovato so oh, okay. right. yeah all right, babe, why don't you start off by telling us, um, giving us some 
background, explain what's going on in the nation around this time. Well, in 1960, JFK wins, John Fitzgerald Kennedy wins the presidential election. And he takes over the presidency after Dwight D. Eisenhower. John Fitzgerald Kennedy is a Democratic president, but he is less of a Democrat than modern day Democratic presidents. So all you guys out there are like Democrats. He wasn't that kind of Democrat. He he would be more like what we would classify as like a moderate today. Well, everyone keeps saying the party switched, so. He was very much for equal rights against blacks and whites. He was very much for. Wait, what? Yeah. Equal rights against black and white? For blacks and whites. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> no equal rights for anybody. <laughs> he wanted everybody to be. Bottom line, he was a cool dude. So he inherited a bunch of stuff that was in the works from the last president um, and kind of just had to roll with it. And the thing I really like about JFK is he always had some of the best quotes and best speeches, and I don't have them memorized, but he was very much so about making, you know, and making America better, but not just saying make America great again. Like he was like, you know, like we as Americans have the responsibility to show the rest of the world how to be. Like that's a paraphrased quote, but that's like if you're an American, you're like, yeah, yeah, He's we a have true patriot. We have the right, we have the ability to show everybody how the world should be run. Mm-hmm. He just had a, a, a an outlook that was we should hold ourselves to a higher standard than everybody else, and he loved freedom so much that he was willing to protect other people's freedoms, and in regards to communism. So that's why I like him. I think he's a cool dude. So we're talking about him. So we're in the middle of the Cold War. It is the beginning-ish, yeah, middle of the Cold War. Okay. So that's what's going on in the nation right now. Yep. Okay. What else is going on in the nation right now? Other than the giant Cold War we're in? Mm-hmm. Explain for the people who don't know uh, what the Cold War is. Okay. So the Cold War took place pretty much directly after World War II. You know, we beat the, the Nazis. We pushed their shit in. We're like, yo, Nazis, no good anymore. And then the Russians, who were our allies during World War II, were like, <laughs> all right, see you later. Okay, see you later. And we both kind of did like a double take. Like, okay, no, you leave first. No, you leave first. And then next thing you know, we hate each other. So the U.S. turned on its ally and the Russians in turn turned on their ally. And we had this giant period of time where we thought the Russians were going to invade us. They thought they were, you know, they thought we were going to invade them. And we were all standoffish for like several decades. Mm-hmm. And everything Isn't that... Is there a name for that? What's that? Oh, a stalemate. We were at a stalemate. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was this constant... It's It's actually very similar to what happened in the U.S. right before the Civil War. We're like one state would be pro-slavery and then they would just create another state and it would be mm-hmm. against slavery and everything would even out. During the Cold War, there would be all these countries and then like Russia would be like, hey, you should be communist. And they're like, yeah, we're going to be communist. And then the U.S. would be like, uh, no. How about this country next door? You're going to be uh, you're going to be non-communist. And they're like, yeah, we could do that. And they're like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. You're right next door. And it just kept being this like tic-tac-toe board of, who's going to be communist, who's not going to be communist. So that was something that was not JFK's fault, but that is definitely something that he kind of walked into Mm -hmm. and had to do his best 
to keep his country first and also stand up for the freedoms of people around the world. Not only in, you know, West Germany and Berlin, but also in Laos and Vietnam and many countries that we're seeing influence from communist countries. So his big thing was to prevent the spread of communism. That was one of his big things, yes. Okay, so the most important thing to know that's going on in the U.S. around the time of his assassination was the Cold War. The Cold War, yes. Okay. Among other things. But the Cold War is what we're going to be focused on, which is why I didn't bring up the other stuff. There's also stuff. um, His brother, Robert Kennedy, was the attorney general of the United States, was also going after various portions of the mafia. Mm Mm-hmm was also going, basically the Kennedys made a lot of waves where they went. He was a president that cared about his country, but he pissed a lot of people off in the process. And that is the the story of this Maury is, did he give enough people reason to kill him? Mm -hmm. I think yes. And we will dive into that. Okay. So you already gave us like a little history on JFK, right? Did he... Did he was he popular like a popular president? Did he win? You said he won by like a, just a few votes. He right? won by one of the lowest margins in history until recently. Yeah, well, but he won with actual votes instead of <laughs> votes. Yeah. Um, I, I forget the exact margin. It was like a hundred thousand votes. It was mm-hmm. not very much at all. And um, yeah. Okay, so the country is very much divided on that then, right? As much as people remember JFK right now, um as one of the greatest presidents out there, it was very much like the recent election with uh, Trump and and Biden. Mm -hmm. You very much had a country divided on who was for who. Right. So, and and people were very vocal about it. Many people hated JFK, hated his brother, hated the family, thought he was ruining the country. So. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's our little history on JFK and what's going on. Let's talk about the assassination. What happened? It was a sunny morning. On November the 22nd, 1963, President Kennedy at the time wakes up in his hotel room, goes outside, is greeted by many thousands of fans all in support of what he's doing in Dallas. And by the way, he's in Dallas, Texas on part of his campaign trail. He's greeted by many supporters. Uh, He gives a short speech and gets into a limousine with Governor John Connolly. He's the governor of Texas. Um, they were instructed to take the bulletproof bubble off of the top of his limousine. And then he goes and drives down a route that was pre-orchestrated with streets lined uh, with 200,000 people. And his end goal was to drive to a location, which I forget the name, make a speech, make kind of a big deal. Well, he never got there. As he was driving down I believe it was Main Street in Dallas, Texas, at Dealey Plaza. They took a, a left turn onto Elm Street, passing the Texas Book Depository, School Book Depository, and that's kind of where all hell broke loose. Oh, there no, was, what happened? Uh, I hate to break it to you. President got shot. <gasps> Big time. Oh, my God. Wait, who planned? You said it was a pre-planned route. Who planned it? I don't know whoever plans these routes. It's It's... Is it Secret Service or is it like somebody else? I think somebody else plans the route and then Secret Service approved the route. Okay. But bottom line is at 1230 on the 22nd of November, 1963, 
several shots rang out. The number of actual shots is debated still to this day. Um, President John Fitzgerald Kennedy was shot through his neck and then also through his head. So two bullet wounds? I mean, four technically, but yes. He got shot by two bullets. That's what I meant. Yep. Okay. Um, Governor Connolly, who was sitting directly in front of the president, had a wound through one of his shoulders, came out his abdomen, uh, broke a couple of ribs, went through his wrist, shattered his wrist, and then ended up in his thigh. Ugh. Ugh. Is that one bullet and all that? It depends on who you ask. Okay. So eyewitnesses say they heard several shots. Some say two, some say three, some say four, some say more. Some say six, right? It. Some say six. It mm. all depends on who you ask. But those are, that is where we're at right now in the conversation. Um, as President Kennedy receives his head wound, a Secret Service agent runs up to the limousine trying to provide cover, but he is far too late. Uh, the limousine slows down, stops, speeds off, goes directly to Parkland Memorial Hospital in Dallas, Texas. And at 1 p.m., so a half hour after the shooting, a priest is called in to read the president's his last rites, and he is declared dead. From there, the doctors that were rushed in to work on JFK, they're not your normal doctors. They are all specialists in their own fields, military doctors and civilian doctors. They pronounce him dead after trying to do whatever they can, which they cannot do. And then the doctors say, under Texas law, we have to do an autopsy. Well, military doctors say, nope, you're not doing an autopsy. We're not doing that. And they pretty much rush his body out of there, put it back on Air Force One. And then at 2.30, Lyndon B. Johnson is sworn in as the next president. Well, like Jackie Kennedy is still covered in blood standing next to him. Oh, my God. And then that is the end of that scene. Is that normal? Is that normal? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times a president has died and a vice president has taken their place. but Four. Four. Wow. Is it normal to do it that fast? I understand how it's fast. It seems almost too fast, but at the same time, somebody has to oversee the United States at all times. Right. Well, that's what I'm wondering. Like, How dire is it that it is done that quickly? I don't know how dire it is, but I could see the urgency. Didn't we watch a movie where that happened and it was done like right away? That was also in the middle of like a terrorist thingy. So I don't know. In fiction. That was also fiction. Yeah, I, I don't know. This was real life. So. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, around 2.30, Lyndon B. Johnson was sworn in. So two hours after the initial shots rang out, an hour and a half after the president was declared dead. Wow. It seems pretty rapid. Mm -hmm. So they swear him in as the next president. Air Force One, boom, takes off. And then a couple days later, they have Kennedy's funeral. So that is the abridged event from JFK's point of view. All right. Danny, you have questions? You said earlier when you were explaining what the events that they mm -hmm. took the bulletproof Something off of the limo? Yeah, bubble. Why? Um, some say it was Kennedy's direct orders that, you know, he didn't want to, he was a man of the people, so he did not want to separate himself from the people. Uh, okay. He was very okay. much a, a handshaking, baby kissing, or is it baby shaking, hand kissing? No, it, you were <laughs> the first time. Um, he, was, he was very <laughs> much a people's president, kissing. and he wanted to remain part of the people. Um. That's okay. Nice. Yeah. I, do you believe that? I feel like I believe that based on what I know about him. I don't think anybody will really know. Uh, facts kind of shift as time goes on. And that's true for most things. 
Yeah, there true. are widely known beliefs that may or may not be true, but mm-hmm. because nobody's around to say, hey, that wasn't true, then we commonly believe them. Um, I could definitely see him being the type of person to do that. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into my skepticism about why that should have never happened later. Okay. So that's all we have to say about the assassination. Did you have any more questions, Daniel? No. So very shortly after the shooting, a policeman named J.D. Tippett was shot in Dallas, Texas, making a routine inquiry. Somebody turns around, dumps six rounds out of their revolver into him, and runs away. A routine inquiry? It was not a traffic. He, he The president's just been shot, so yeah. he's stopping talking to people, trying to see what happens. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sense. at this point, it's so near to the assassination that most normal, everyday walking around people in Dallas don't know about it yet. Mm-hmm. It's too new. It's too fresh. Um, J.D. Tippett is making some routine inquiries, and somebody turns around and shoots him. That person is later found out to be a man named Lee Harvey Oswald. Mm-hmm. So Lee Harvey Oswald is accused of shooting Officer Tippett's, running about a mile and a half or so away to a movie theater. He does not pay for a ticket, even though he has several dollars in his pocket to pay for the 25-cent ticket. Walks into the movie theater, sits down, tries to blend in, where he is then basically bum-rushed by, I don't know how many, but it's like 20 or 30 police officers arrest him. He is then taken to, um, I don't know the exact name of the jail, it's either Dallas County Jail or he's taken to a local jail and then questioned for the next two days. Two days later, on November 24th, after Lee Harvey Oswald has been questioned, he is then being transferred. And I mean, this is the man who is accused of killing the president. There's TV cameras there, there's reporters, everybody in the world is there. And a man named Jack Ruby walks up to Oswald, says, hey, Oswald, and shoots him three times with a Colt Cobra revolver. Lee Harvey Oswald dies two hours later from his wounds. This was after he was questioned? This was after he was questioned. Like right after? Was he on the way out of the... Yeah, they were walking him to like a prison transport through the parking garage. Okay, cool. Wait, and who, who shot him? A man named Jack Ruby. Who was he? Just a random... Jack Ruby was a local nightclub owner um, who has ties to the mafia. But, I mean, let's face it, in 1963, probably a lot of businessmen had ties to the mafia. So let's not hold that against him. I wonder Um, how people knew that he was going to be there at that time. I mean, as soon as they found out who was being charged with killing the president. And by the way, Lee Harvey Oswald, when he was arrested, was only formally charged with killing Officer Tippett's. And then the federal government later charged him with the assassination of the president. After he was Later dead. after he was dead. Um, I don't actually, I, I believe it was. In those two days? That's I, really fast. I don't know. He, he was, char- you can be charged with anything. Yeah, but it's really fast for them to be like, oh, this is the guy that did it. He's only been questioned for two days. But now, not only is the FBI involved, but they've already got their man. I don't know the, I don't know the timeline. I just it know that. It seems like it'd be after. Dallas dead. charged him with the murder of Officer Tippett's and then the federal government later charged him with like, the assassination of the president. They didn't they didn't charge that guy that killed George Floyd. He wasn't charged for a while and they had video of him doing it. Like it took them a long time to charge him. Things so, were different back then. No 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 it just seems really fast. It seems kind of sketch. So Lee Harvey Oswald is charged uh with the murder of JD Tippett's and the assassination of President Kennedy. 
He is killed on November 20, uh, 24th, 1963 by Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby is then taken into custody and basically dies in prison, which we'll get into later. And kind of wraps up this whole thing in a nice little bow. Um, there's plenty of people at this point in the United States. Most U.S. citizens did not trust the government completely. The The government has kind of been untruthful in many aspects that makes the, the people weary of it. And many people scream assassination. There's a, a bunch of misinformation on there. And some of this is due to legitimate people being confused. Other confusion is due to people just wanting to have something to say, right? So there's a lot of eyewitnesses and everybody wants to say something different and be helpful. And some people want to be helpful so much that they make stuff up, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a byproduct of the bystander effect. People are like, oh, I couldn't do anything, but I can tell you this. And this guy had an umbrella and this guy had a hat and this guy was over here. And it's all this quagmire of information that then people have to sort out to find out what actually happened. So in 1964, uh, President Johnson makes a commission to investigate the assassination of John F. K. Uh, John F. K. JFK, uh, called led by a man named Earl Warren. So they call it the Warren Commission, and I believe it was a ten-month investigation that the Warren Commission conducted. They interviewed witnesses. They went to the scene of the crime. They replayed everything. They they did their homework, and they concluded that Lee Harvey Oswald was the sole assassin. That there was no conspiracy. No need to look any further. Um, about a decade and a half later in 1979, uh, after both JFK and Martin Luther King Jr. had been assassinated, um, they kind of revisited both cases in, with a commission called the House Committee on Assassinations. So that was in 1979. They investigated both, uh, re kind of replayed the incidents on both and, saw if there was any sort of conspiracy related to both. So this is a crime that has been investigated pretty much three times. Okay, so what about the third time? What did they decide? After the the House Committee on Assassinations investigated it, they said that there is a strong possibility of a conspiracy. Mm. But they couldn't say who. Like, it's a strong poss possibility of conspiracy, but uh, not these people, not the CIA, not the FBI, not the Dallas police, not the secret service, not all these people. Mm -hmm. They're like, well, who is it? And they're like, oh, I don't know. But strong possibility is not any of these people. Makes sense. So in the 57 years since this has happened, there has been a myriad of people accused, a myriad of groups. There's There's been like 238 assassins accused. I don't know how many dozen associations accused. Mm -hmm. And the problem is that everybody wants to be right, that it all kind of gets lost. If there was a conspiracy and if there was other assassins, it has now been lost in the fact that so many people and so many organizations have been accused. Mm -hmm. So now here we are, years later, all wondering what happened. I know what happened. Go on. The government, they did it. Well, that's one theory. It is. Yeah, it's always the government. You can't trust them. What do you think, Danielle? I don't know what to think. Yeah, we don't have enough information to make decisions. Yet. Yeah, not enough inter information. So, I think, I don't know, I can only speak for myself. I think there is a, a heavy conspiracy going well, on. We didn't talk anything about Lee Harvey Oswald. Should we, shouldn't we? Should we go into him? Lee Harvey Oswald 
was 24 years old when he was accused of killing the president of the United States. He was like 24? He was 24. Wow. Lee that. Harvey Oswald was a former Marine who was recent, semi-recently up to the shooting employed at the Texas Babe. School Book Depository. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Whatever. He's dead now, so he ain't no Marine. Still a Marine. <laughs> um, although I will say former Marines have a history of assassinating people. Really? Charles Whitman, also a former Marine. Oswald was kind of a weirdo, joined the Marine Corps. Uh, he was a radio operator mm-hmm. or had something to do with radios. It doesn't matter. He was basically a nobody, renounced his U.S. citizenship, defected to Russia, was in Russia for several months, came back to the United States, said, hey, actually, you know what? I want my citizenship back, brought his sweetheart in Maria. They came back to the United States. They were married. They had some kids. They had an absolutely terrible marriage, um, stayed with some friends. And then one day somebody knocks on their door and is like, hey, by the way, your 24-year-old husband killed the president of the United States. And she is like, nope. Maybe? I don't know. (laughs) And then the more she's questioned, then she kind of changes the story. And he's like, yes, I could totally see how Lee would do this. This seems like something Lee would definitely do. Wasn't she questioned for like an obscenely long time? Um, she was, she was, I don't know if it was an obscenely long time. Don't get the movie JFK confused with the facts. That's what I was asking. I don't, I don't know, know exactly how long she was questioned. She was know. questioned for, she was vigorously questioned by many agencies. I mean, yeah. Okay. So that, I mean, that would take a while. Yes. Okay, so I mean, just to be clear, after being questioned for a while, she she changed her mind, which is always really uh, sketchy. Especially back then, it's not like she had um, like an attorney present or anything, and I I doubt there was many people like caring about her rights. So who knows if she was even taken care of? She might have been like hungry and thirsty and tired. You know what I mean? They do like to do them coerced confessions. So that's where we sit right now. There's no proof of it. I'm just saying, wouldn't be surprised if it happened. They do that all the time. So at the end of this, to recap, JFK is dead. The man who's accused of killing him is dead. The man who is accused of killing the man who killed the president is in jail. Mm -hmm. And Lee Harvey Oswald's wife is basically saying like, yeah, he probably did it. Mm -hmm. Wait, I have a question. Go ahead. So, so... Um, Lee Harvey Oswald kills the president allegedly, and is mm-hmm. that like broadcasted on TV? Like, how did these? How did this other guy know to like target him? You know what I mean? I'm glad you asked that. Yeah, and I asked, how did they even know that he would be there at that time? So Jack Ruby is a local nightclub owner, has mob ties, no big deal. But because he's a local nightclub owner, he knows many many policemen. Policemen frequent his establishment. They come, they drink, they look at pretty girls and have been doing so for years. He is like a, he is a very well-known figure in the Dallas crowd. Okay. He knows a lot of cops and it was not unusual for him to be hanging out at the police station, to be talking to cops, to be kind of here, hanging in here, hanging in here. In fact, there is actually pictures of Jack Ruby in a press conference 
like he's in the background, but he's in the press conference when they're talking about the assassination of JFK. He's like in the background talking to two policemen. So Jack Ruby really liked JFK? I don't honestly think he did. I really don't. I don't know. I never met the guy. What gives you that opinion? What's that? What gives you the opinion that he didn't like him? I don't think he liked him one way or the other. I don't know. He may have he may have had a shrine of JFK in his basement. I have no clue. <laughs> okay. So just say that. Jack Ruby was a little nutty and mm-hmm. flew off the handle sometimes. Do uh back to Oswald. Is it true that people didn't like his fellow Marines didn't like him? Like he was an outcast? Um, I don't think that fellow Marines didn't like him. I think he was just a kind of strange dude, which if you read all the first person accounts of him, he was just a, a kind of a Kind of a strange guy, a little bit of an introvert, very opinionated. He was a Marxist, which this is one of the things that I don't understand is he's a Marxist-Leninist, okay? He is a communist, very pro-communism at a time where you should not be pro-communism, at a time where the FBI is keeping records on almost everybody that has a communist affiliation. He is one of those people. Mm -hmm. He leaves the United States and then... Comes back several years later. And not only no, sorry, that, but several he, went, months later. he went to like the biggest enemy country at the time. He went to Russia. The he big met bad. a girl and then came back and they gave him. They, he should have been arrested for treason. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that? Why did he come back? That's an excellent question. I don't have the answer to. Um, I don't know why he came back. Perhaps he was sent on a mission. Wait, finish. By his finish new government. Thought, though. On what? About what's why it's weird. He should have been arrested for treason, is what you said. Everything is about context. And at this point in time in the United States, it wasn't even frowned upon to be communist. It was like despised. Rather be dead than red. Mm -hmm. Like these are all, we're literally fighting communism. And then there's people who are like, I'm a communist. And the FBI is like, okay, we're going to plant bugs in your house. And we're going to, we're going to light your ass on fire. Not Lee Harvey Oswald. They didn't. Lee Harvey Oswald, they let him leave and come back. And not only come back, come back with another communist that he then married. And they gave him back his citizenship. And what? They gave him back his citizenship. They did. And so, I mean, that just immediately strikes me as strange. That is very strange. Um, and the reason, me personally, why I am fascinated with the with the JFK assassination is for everything to play out. And I'm just talking about the facts, not the opinions, not the speculation. In order for all the facts to play out as they did, so many people had to be negligent. So many people had to not do their jobs or do it poorly or not pay attention. And I find that insanely hard to believe. Like it's like a perfect storm. It's too perfect. In order for this to happen, it has to be so perfect. Yeah. That I just don't believe it. Well, tell, why don't you explain that? Like, what are the the things, the big things that like went wrong. Are you tracking me so far, Danielle? Yeah. Do you have any questions? Not yet. So many people were negligent and didn't do their yeah, job. But what were the jobs that they didn't do? The Secret Service should have protected the president. <laughs> so going back yeah, I mean, Oswald is a known communist in a known hostile communist city such as Dallas. He had been reported several times to the FBI through different dealings that he has had with certain people. They have reported suspicious activity with this man. 
he works at a place that is on the route that the president is driving by. He has a known hatred for President Kennedy. And the FBI doesn't do anything. The Secret Service doesn't do anything. The Dallas police don't do anything. Nobody does anything. They didn't investigate any of this prior to the assassination. The Secret Service allowed the literally the bulletproof bubble to be taken off of the, the president's motor, uh, his limousine. Should have never happened. When shots rang out, they were nowhere around him. Like he had a Where driver. They were cars behind him. Like they weren't even close. Um, the route was not properly cleared. There was no, there was no snipers covering the president to make sure that there was no snipers trying to get him. Mm-hmm. As soon as a window opened and a rifle barrel stuck out, he should have been shot. There should have been people watching. There was none. Mm-hmm. And their kind of reasoning was, there are so many things that could have gone wrong that we didn't investigate any of the things that could have been wrong. And you're like, okay. And they then just hope for the best. Either the entire, all of these agencies f***ed up, and then they're like, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. Like, Lee Harvey Oswald is not a, a suave person. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, he is not a super secret spy. He is a 24-year-old who had a very cheap rifle that he ordered through the mail and was like, I'm going to kill the president. So that's my problem with this whole story is this is the this is what you're expecting me to believe, that some random person known communist, defects to Russia, comes back, orders rifle, gets a job where he knows the president is going to drive by. And then all these government agencies don't do anything to stop him. And then he kills the president. And you're like, oh, nope, there's no conspiracy here. No, no, nothing else happened. I find that very hard to believe. Yeah. Especially for how big communism was at the time. There's no reason he should have been able to get to the president at all. Like not even that close to him. And also... I I don't know if this is true. So wasn't the rope the rope the root the wasn't the root that he took the uh, route? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The the the, the rotate. Trail. That's a funny word. Rote. <laughs> rotate. Route. <laughs> Rody. Um. Yeah. So the the trail he blazed wasn't that down. <laughs> wasn't that down like a street that had like an crazy number of like buildings with windows like a ton of windows to cover like it just wasn't even a smart route to like plan i don't know if that's true or not okay. but uh i mean if you're driving through a city you're gonna have a lot of buildings with windows around you yeah but i mean i feel like i don't know if it's true if this was set in jfk and who knows how much of that is true because that you made me watch it knowing that the facts were half by true. the way if you're out there and you've never seen <laughs> jfk by uh directed by oliver stone fantastic movie stars kevin costner one of my favorite actors a even though he's terrible cast really has everybody who's anybody in it. it is a gripping story of the assassination of jfk but you have to be careful because it is just a story of what could have happened there's a lot of facts mixed with a lot of fiction and it's very easy to get lost in which is which so definitely watch it it's a good watch it's definitely informative but you have to know what's fact and what's fiction right which is what i'm asking maybe it was just in that but like they the the uh, the street over had like way less like it's just and then it had like this this big left turn that like and i don't know it just wasn't like a smart route and nobody should even have planned that and in the first place that is exactly why people think it was a conspiracy right so that's that's just one of the things of like people didn't do their job so who plans so, that that's why i asked that you said you didn't somebody know. plans it and then it doesn't matter who plans it somebody has to approve it 
to the Secret Service. Okay. I don't know who screwed up, but I mean, whoever planned the route, they may it may have been their first week on the job, and then the Secret Service is like, yeah, you, we'll do that then. Do you know if the Secret Service liked JFK? It. I don't know if they did or didn't, but Secret Service agents are required to protect the president, whether they like him or not. But I feel like that, that always, like, definitely, it means something. We'll get into that when we get into theories. It doesn't matter if that's your job. Question. If you don't like who you're protecting, then you... Go ahead. Does the secret does the president choose the secret service or the secret service is just like employed and the pre- and gets like you know what I mean? The yeah. secret service is just employed and so what if you don't like the president? It doesn't matter. Just, oh, they just, honestly matter. they 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 weed out people who do not like the pre- like they weed out people. Who would even think about not liking the president? Wasn't there like a female Secret Service agent who didn't like Trump, and like when like when he first took office and like was very vocal about it, and she got like f- charged with? Yeah, I, I don't know. It was that, like a crime. that makes perfect sense though, because th- as a Secret Service agent, you have a a, a goal, a mission goal, and that's protect the president, whether you like the president or not. I know. I just don't understand. Like, so if, if the Secret Service was protecting Trump then they would go on to protect Biden or, or is the secret service that protected Trump like done when Trump's done? Hmm. I don't. So no, they're employed by the U S government. The secret service is always secret service. You may get different agents and different details. They are, I mean, the secret service, I guess it might, is bigger than most people realize. There's many, many, many thousands of people in the secret service. They don't just do, it's not just 12 people that protect the president. Right. All the counterfeit uh, investigation they do. They have uniform divisions. I mean, and this is one of the things that the Kennedy assassination taught the Secret Service is to always have a concentric ring around the principal. So for every 10 agents that you see, there's hundreds of agents that you don't see that are in plain right. clothes, sniper positions that are doing everything they can to protect the president. Yeah. So, I mean, having Secret Service and still getting assassinated is pretty. So the Secret Service in 1963 is different than the Secret Service of today. Mm-hmm. And that is one theory. There's a couple of weird, crazy theories about what happened. And one of them involves the Secret Service. Well, let's stick with the biggest ones. Okay. What's the first biggest conspiracy theory? Like the most popular? The most popular, in my opinion, conspiracy theory is that the Central Intelligence Agency contributed to the assassination of JFK, whether they formed a kill team together, whether they hired or employed Lee Harvey Oswald to do it, whether they um, got involved with other high-end government agencies to orchestrate this whole failure of government oversight. And then that way, if, if nobody's guilty, then they can all just kind of wash their hands and be like, yeah, no, I mean, we all did everything wrong. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's not investigate any further. He did it. Oh, wait, he's dead. Um, all right. Or the CIA, like, influenced, like, backhandedly influenced Oswald to do it. Like, without coming to him directly, like, they orchestrated it so that it would happen. I mean, here's my problem with that. Let's face it. Most of us know 24-year-olds. Mm-hmm. I don't know very many 24 year olds that can orchestrate the assassination of a, the most important person in the world of a first world nation and then walk away from it and then get away clean. 
And then in like the public eye, weren't it? Wasn't it televised? Um, Nobody saw him though. It was not. So um, it was not. It was not. The assassination was not televised. All the images that we see were from the Zapruder film. But there was all these special news bulletins. Everybody knew. So that's kind of what made it worse. Was yeah, that's something that is really sketchy about Lee Harvey Oswald because if, like you said, he got away clean. If he had not shot the police officer, like, he would have, like, nobody, you know, like, why would he do that? It doesn't make right. any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know. There's also the possibility that he didn't do it at all and the CIA just, like, set him up to take the fall. Right, which is, so, one of the things that Lee Harvey Oswald had said when he was arrested and being walked through, um, there's a lot of weird things going on with Lee Harvey Oswald after he's arrested. He says to the press, I, I'm a patsy. Basically meaning I'm just the fall guy. And I don't, I've never, that has never fully sat well with me because think about it. You're, you're a communist. You have, you, I, I don't need to go over it again. You've done all these things against America. You renounced your U.S. citizenship. You've successfully assassinated the United States president and now you're arrested and in jail. Wouldn't you want to gloat a little bit? Wouldn't you want to be like, yeah, I did that. You know, I'm the best communist out there. No, he's like, I'm a patsy. I'm a fall guy. He doesn't accept ownership. He doesn't admit to it. You're never getting out of that. Mm-hmm. You've been arrested for killing the president. They find a rifle that you've like, you're never getting out of that. Why not just own up to him and be like, yep, I did it. Yeah. He doesn't though. He denies it. He He's confused. He says, I've been arrested for killing a policeman. I don't know anything about this. And now people are talking about the president. I don't understand. He seems legitimately confused. That just doesn't seem like the reaction I would expect from yeah. a young punk that yeah. murdered the president. Yeah. So. Wait, so you don't even think that he killed the police officer either? I'm not saying I don't think he killed the police officer. I'm saying from his, from what records we have left from his questioning, he doesn't have the reaction that I would think that he would have. Does that make any sense? Yeah. So most, it's serial killers, assassins. Um, like John Wilkes Booth, he assassinated um, President Lincoln. There was no question about that. He walked up behind him, shot him, jumped down on the stage, shouted something in Latin. I don't remember. Like he was, he did it in front of a lot of people. There was no question he did it. Yeah. Nobody saw Lee Harvey Oswald do it. Everybody is just what, saying. What would his motivation be to do it? Uh, he hated JFK. Yeah. Was yeah. he like actively outspoken against him? Uh, he, I don't have specific examples, but yes, he was. I mean, he was very unhappy with the Bay of Pigs invasion. He was very unhappy with okay the way the country was going, and he, he so that would have been his Kennedy. only motivation, which is that he didn't like it, like allegedly. We'll never know his motivation. Well, could he have? Like, do you know? Is there any other motivation people think he could have had for doing it, other than just like his hatred for JFK? I mean, he could have been hired by somebody to do it, right? Right. He could have been contracted. He could have, there's a million, the problem is there's so little information. Everybody has all these big facts. Oh, the the other motivation was be, would have been like allegedly that he went to Russia and got hired by Russia to do it. That's why he came back. No, I'm saying that could have been, that could have been a motivation allegedly. He could have been the best double agent that there ever was. He could have been a CIA agent the entire time. Mm-hmm. He gets out of the Marine Corps, gets hired on by the CIA, is told to go to Russia, learn as many secrets as he can, come back and report. Mm-hmm. That would explain why he's gone to Russia, 
for a short amount of time, renounces his U.S. citizenship so that Russia will take him, and then comes back, gains his U.S. citizenship back yeah, with like no nothing problems. Nothing happened, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And now to explain why, hey, he gets hired by the CIA to kill the president because the CIA is very mad at this president. They don't like him one bit. Yeah, let's talk about... Hold on. Okay. We will. He, he doesn't like the... The CIA does not like the government one, or I'm sorry, the CIA does not like the president one bit. Mm-hmm. They hire some some guy that they know will take the fall to shoot him. Say, hey, you're going to shoot the president. We're going to meet you out back. We're going to scoop you up. We're going to give you a new identity, blah, blah, blah. And then they never show up. Mm-hmm. Now what's happened? Now he gets arrested and maybe he is just a patsy. Who knows? So... What would this, we talked about CIA not liking him. What would be their motivation for wanting to assassinate him? Uh, JFK was, uh, did not like the CIA one bit. Um, all these black ops missions, he, he wanted the United States to be a little bit more transparent. And him being a democratic president, he, he did not support all the things that were going on. Now, there's a bunch of clandestine missions that were going on at this point in time. The most famous one is the Bay of Pigs. The Bay of Pigs was just Cuba was split into communists and non-communists, and the United States didn't want Cuba to be communist. So they backhandedly created this rebel group who was going to go in and free Cuba, make it not communist. And they gave them all this stuff. And, you know, the United States gave them all this aid and stuff and planned this big thing. It was like, oh, yeah, we're going to help you. We're going to help you. And then they completely failed in all the things they promised this group would happen. And then that group ended up basically getting slaughtered. And then the United States was like, oh, that wasn't us. We didn't do that. So basically you had a lot of angry Cubans who were looking for to the United States for help who had failed them. So the gov- United States government failed them. That was the Bay of Pigs. Okay. Okay. So back to the CIA and their motivations. They didn't like how the Bay of Pigs was handled, right? What's that? They, they didn't like how the Bay of Pigs was handled, the no. CIA. The CIA also, I mean... Right. So the CIA did not like that. Mm-hmm. They, they did not like that. Their kind of their baby had been squashed by Kennedy because Kennedy had the option to go in and provide air cover and save them and did not do it. Mm-hmm. And then of the 1400 Cuban invaders that free Cuban invaders that were there, I think 100 were killed and 1300 were taken captured by Fidel Castro. And then the U.S. kind of had to take responsibility and negotiated for their release several years later. Um, but they were pretty. They were pretty bitter about that. Yeah. I mean, they did not take that. They were kind of hung out to dry, and they knew it. So the CIA didn't like Kennedy. Their motivation for killing him would be that he was very against the CIA, and he kept messing up all their. Yeah, things. I mean, so Kennedy wanted to disband the CIA. That was one of his goals. So that'd be their motivation, the CIA. Yeah. So there's a bunch of theories about, like, sub theories of the CIA being involved. But is there any big proof that you think? that backs up that theory. I mean, we, we, I mean, one of the big reasons I think would just be because like you said, everything was so fantastically like messed up. And also they like gave Oswald citizenship back into. Well, the CIA is not responsible for that. The state department is responsible for that. The state department, which is still like the government though. If you want to talk about the government being involved, I mean, that's a big red flag right there. 
I mean, so, so is there is besides, there any yeah any other big proof that you can is there any proof up? that the CIA did anything? No, because no, but anything any real facts that might like would make that make sense. There's a lot of circumstantial evidence, and I always hate that term because all evidence is circumstantial. But um, I don't think that's true. That is true. Physical evidence isn't circumstantial. It is depending on the circumstance. Okay, whatever. If you find my hair, that's evidence. But where did you find it? The circumstances de de depend. I feel like that's not what that means. That is. Uh, doesn't matter. Okay, doesn't matter. Um, a lot of circumstantial evidence. But, uh, at this at this point in time, in 1963, there were. Between, I don't remember the exact number, between 700 and 1,400 advisors, U.S. advisors in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point in time, North Vietnam had been, it, it doesn't matter. Read a book. Read a book about Laos and Vietnam and Cambodia. Is the Vietnam War going on during the assassination? Uh, at this point in time, a war was looming and a war was starting. And the war economy makes a lot of money. Okay. So every time there's a war, the people that make the ships, the boats, the helicopters, the tanks, the guns, the bullets, all stand to make money. And that is one thing that drives industry tremendously is a war. Mm -hmm. There are many people who want this war for financial reasons or for uh, political reasons. So, I mean, the war is going on during his assassination. They want U.S. to enter the war. So it hasn't started yet. The U.S. The US has not entered the war okay. officially yet. No. Yeah. Okay. So. But Kennedy was against starting the war, correct? The war, he was against sending U.S. troops to defend South Vietnam. Right. Yes. So, like, getting involved in the war. Correct. Right. And all these people are pushing for it. So that's another reason. Is the CIA involved in that at all? Like, does that benefit them? The CIA did provide a lot of blackout. And when people don't realize the CIA's role during the Cold War or during this point in time, it was cloak and dagger. It was very, you know, it wasn't I like. I mean, to what end, though? What do like, you mean? If the president isn't on board with them and he's not directing them to do, like, all these things. Let's say a country is why... about to become communist, right? And you don't want them to. But you're not going to invade because that's an act of war. Right. You might send in the CIA to instigate the local population so that they overthrow the government. It's just weird. I, I, I guess it's odd to me that there's, like, a government branch that isn't really controlled by the government. They have their own interests. Like, shouldn't their interest be whatever the interest of the president is? Like, why? Do, like, you know what I mean? The problem is the CIA is given a lot of latitude to do things that they see fit. And then it's like, hey, you guys do your thing. But I don't want to know about it because if I know about it, I'm going to have to do something about it. And mm -hmm. I don't want to do anything about it. So you just do your thing. And they kind of got this freedom that snowballed over time. To okay. Like, that, that makes they sense. They kind of got their own autonomy. Right. right? They're right, an right. autonomous group of the United States. All right. That makes sense. So Kennedy in 1963, I don't remember, early 1963, wanted to pull all U.S. involvement out of Vietnam. Now, there's a lot of people who were pretty bummed about this Including because they, the CIA. they wanted to reap the benefits or make the, the money. War, yeah. What so, would the CIA's benefit be in being in getting involved into a war? <sighs> I mean, is there one? There is, but it's so, I mean, it's so complicated. The CIA... Them being autonomous, they also made a lot of money by kind of doing their own thing, running drugs. Okay, there's a lot of heroin. There's a lot of stuff being run out of Vietnam and being exported by the CIA to make a lot of money. No, no, is that true? Is it that like is facts? True. Wow, heroin was coming out of Vietnam by the CIA. 
So that's um, a, like a motivation for them for to want the war. Cause yes. it makes them I mean, money. at this point in time, at this point in history, most of the heroin in the world came out of the golden, golden triangle, which was um, the area it's in, it's Vietnam, Laos and Cambodia. Mm, okay. So we, for the CIA's like motive facts that would kind of back up the idea that the CIA was involved is that the war would have been beneficial for them. Lee Harvey Oswald, like got back his citizenship so easy. Like, is there anything else like that we haven't said? I mean, other than the fact that JFK very much wanted to disband the CIA, yeah. he did not like what they were doing and did, did not 100% like what they stood for. And they knew it, but then being kind of an autonomous agency, they kind of had their resentments towards him. And what happened to JFK? People were like the CIA could never be involved, but the CIA has done almost identical things in other countries to other world leaders. Oh, interesting. It's not outside the scope or the wheelhouse of what they do. Mm-hmm. And the part that gets me is because of the way events unfolded, there is no answer for what actually happened. And that is almost too perfect, right? The fact that the assassin was then assassinated before he could answer any questions, mm-hmm. even though he answered questions at the, the Dallas County jail, but nobody took notes on it, even though back then it was standard operating procedures to Anytime you interrogate a suspect, you take note. How do you know that there were no notes taken? There could have been notes taken and the CIA was like confiscated them. There were some notes taken and then the one guy that took notes destroyed them. Allegedly. And then nobody else took notes. And then maybe the CIA took notes and told the guy to tell everybody he destroyed them. And then he died. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like that it's possible that there were there is evidence of these things that somehow got covered up very, I mean, there's a bunch of, when there, there's a bunch of sealed records about this, right? And then Trump like released some of them, but not all of them. So there's still information out there that we don't have access to, right? Honestly, I don't think the government has anything. I don't think they were withholding anything good. So okay. um, the other two prevailing theories about who assassinated JFK, because the bottom line is he's dead. Somebody killed him. The why is the question. Mm-hmm. So the two prevailing theories are the mafia did it and that Vice President Linda Baines Johnson did it. Oh. Mm. Makes sense. So I think in order, um, what makes most sense to me is LBJ did it. Yeah. After CIA. Honestly, I think the CIA, in collusion with the FBI, there's a big giant government conspiracy where not to not to go back to that, but to make it more succinct is I feel like there was this massive government conspiracy to get rid of the president. To put LB whatever, LBJ, is that his name? No, no, no. I'm still I'm still back in the CIA. I'm, oh, I'm backing okay. up a little bit. I think there was a massive CIA-driven attempt to assassinate the president in a way that is very vague, right? Somebody has an idea. Maybe even people talk about it behind closed doors. Maybe people formulate this plan, but never actually say anything, never actually say, hey, this is what we're going to do. It's all unspoken handshake deals behind closed doors where nobody really knows what's going on and kind of everything just kind of creeps out and people put things in motions without really, without it ever being able to be traced back to them. So like a a big government conspiracy, like multiple branches of the government. Right. So you're not going to say, hey, we're going to hire this dude to kill the president. You're just going to say, hey, you know, 
you get some leverage over somebody and say, hey, you guys just overlook this one small detail on this day. Right. Hey, you right. guys overlook this other small detail on this day. Mm-hmm. And it's this massive, massive. That is the only way so many people could screw up their job yeah. is if they were just told to overlook one thing or not do this yeah. thing. Or, hey, you're going to do this. It, it would make more sense in my mind than like you said, like a big everyone sits down and like, here's the plan. Like it just, yeah, it kind of all leads to like a little bit of a, yeah. It's just these this, these tiny little nudges in one direction. Whereas yeah. everybody is a piece to the puzzle, but nobody knows what the puzzle looks like. Mm-hmm. But who's the, so main, the is, main puppeteer? And that's what everybody says is Wouldn't LBJ. So why do you think that he did it? What's that? Why do you think Lyndon B. Johnson did it? Like besides just wanting to be vice president, what would be his motivation? He was already vice president. Yeah, he becomes I mean, president. the president, right? I mean, that That's is what I meant. Yeah, that is enough. That is enough reason right there. Right, right? you're vice president. Like this is what's going to happen with uh, Camilla and Biden, right? <laughs> yeah, because everybody knows it now. <laughs> Nobody knew it back then. Yeah, everybody knows it, which is why it'll be perfect. Because they'll be like, what? Why would we do that? That would be way too obvious. I mean, you're LBJ. You see JFK. He's younger than you. He's suaver than you. And you just think he's running the country into the ground, right? Mm-hmm. LBJ was, I mean, think about this. So you have to look at all the circumstances, all right? So JFK, dead. LBJ sworn in the next president like an hour later, two hours later, whatever. Ten minutes later. <laughs> yeah. And then like <laughs> almost immediately... Almost immediately, within like the first week, he reverses a bunch of actions that JFK did. Huh. Sounds familiar. Yeah, right? (laughs) So where JFK was like, hey, we're going to pull out of Vietnam. He was like, nope, we're not. We're going to stay and send in like like 80,000 troops. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that makes sense too. Like a a president and vice president should like be in accord. And it sounds like he did not agree with anything that kennedy was like about which is yeah that gives more motivation for him to just be like now nah, i could do this better now is there more evidence than just that yes but i think that is a crucial part i think that is the crux of the argument whereas if you're lbj i mean and you had i mean i think it all really comes back to the cia whether whether LBJ contacted the CIA first and put this plan in motion or the CIA made this plan and contacted LBJ, it doesn't really matter. The end result is the same. Somebody somewhere thought of something and then everybody kind of agreed on it and then didn't say anything. And then that way everybody could kind of wash their hands of it and say, well, I didn't do that. Well, mm-hmm. I didn't do that. Right. And yet they did. So in your in this theory of them being like in charge of it, do you... Do you think it somebody's thing was to frame Lee Har- or get Lee Harvey Oswald to do it? Or do you think they set up their own, like, because I know there's, like, theories about multiple shooters and it wasn't Harvey at all. It was a group of other men. Like, we didn't even talk about any of that. But- so the one thing I can assure you is that whether – one thing I can assure you is no matter the circumstance of why Lee Harvey Oswald was there, mm-hmm. he was one of the shooters and he wanted to be there. That's what you believe? That is what I believe. I don't think he – um had anything to do with it at all. I think it was completely framed. Go on. Well, I mean, a lot of facts haven't been presented on the podcast, but, and we haven't said them yet, but I think there was a thing about the magazine, remember? Like, he was, there was a picture of him holding a rifle, like, that they put out, and it looks like a Photoshop picture. And they're saying that experts have concluded that it wasn't Photoshopped, but, like, 
who are these experts? Like, I don't know. It's just a, just one more person saying something. Like, to me, that's not really proof that it wasn't like a Photoshop picture. I mean, Photoshop in 1963 is like... Did they have Photoshop then? Yeah, but the picture still... No, they didn't uh, even no, have no, computers no. then. <laughs> no, not really Photoshop. That's just the word we use. Like a doctored photo or whatever you want to call it. Like the picture isn't high quality anyway. Like I feel like it, that makes it harder to tell if it's fake because it's not even like a good quality picture to begin with. Right. I will say the, pic- the picture of him holding his Italian Carcano rifle uh, and like the newspaper is very succinct. Like that is a very yeah on the nose yeah. thing to like take a picture of yourself. Yeah, exactly. But I don't, he, and I, I mean, like, think about it. No, though. like you said, it doesn't, his actions don't make any sense. There's no, it makes no sense that he would shoot him, get away with it, and then do something stupid like murder a police officer right afterwards and get yourself caught. Like he has no, right. there'd be no reason for him to do that. I don't even believe like he panicked and was like, oh no, they, they know it's me, shoot him. Like, I just feel like that doesn't even make any sense. It seems very like purposeful. I don't believe that he panicked or shot the police officer. And then- I, I think you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Mm, I'm just saying things like this make me think that he wasn't involved. Like you were saying about how he reacted to it that it makes, I don't know. I just believe that he didn't. What, what I'm saying is, it. let's say, uh, I'm not even going to use real presidents because I don't want to be on a watch list. Let's say we had a president named Dan. Okay. <laughs> named President Doe Dyden. <laughs> Dan, right? <laughs> yeah. And and somebody, a representative of a government organization, a, a shadowy cloak and dagger organization comes up to you and says, hey, we're going to either pay you X amount of money or grant you this or extradite you to this country. All you have to do is kill President Dan. What are you going to say? No. Right. Because you don't want to kill President Dan. Right. Well, I mean, depending on the president. I'm saying no matter what offer was given to Lee Harvey Oswald, he was a part of it and he wanted to be there. Like he. I understand what you're saying. I don't think he was there. I don't think he had anything to do with it. He was there. He worked there. Everybody saw him there. No, I know. I know he's in the building, but I don't think he was the shooter. I don't think he shot anybody at all. I think he I was mean, the they, scapegoat. Looking at the facts, at the, at the sixth floor, where Lee Harvey Oswald worked, they found a rifle that he owned and three spent casings, which he fired. Could easily be planted, too. It could be. Yeah. I mean, if you're the CIA, you you definitely, like, it's not going to be hard for you to figure out what gun he has, especially if he's already on a communist watch list and his house is bugged and all this stuff. Like, it doesn't seem very far-fetched that they could plant that, in my opinion. And another this, reason to make me think this is part of my problem it. and we haven't even talked about all the cons- like the issues people have with the injuries right, and right, the shots well, and right. stuff all right calm the f- down i'm not i mean calm down mm. calm down what i'm trying to tell you is listen to what i'm saying i hear what you're saying i just said i disagree and you asked me to explain it and now you're like well you don't understand what i'm saying it doesn't matter we're saying different things in my version of events right you have a loner lee harvey oswald he's unhappily married he's a communist in a country that hates communism he feels like an outcast. Somebody approaches him from the Central Intelligence Agency, says, hey, you're part of us. Hey, you're doing this. And it's like a it's like a Stockholm Syndrome type thing. Next thing you know, hey, you know what we should do? We should shoot the f- president. And he's like, what? You're like, yeah. Lee, you got a rifle, don't you? Well, yeah, I do. Hey, you worked on this place, don't you? Well, yeah, I do. I mean, you could do it, man. You could change the world. You could be helping us out. And you know what? Because we're the CIA, we're going to meet you at the back door. We're going to pick you up. We're going to do all this stuff. And on top of that, to make sure you get him, we're going to have, uh, you know, Dan over there help you do it. He's going to be on the by this fence, and we're going to have a, a triangulation fire. We're going to get you all out of there. And he's like, yeah, let's kill him. Let's so, do it. So you think that's your theory? Was it the CIA or 
CIA orchestrated it. Lee Harvey Oswald was part of it. And then there was other shooters too. I do. Okay. What makes you think there were other shooters? What makes me think that there were other shooters? Um, well, there's audio evidence of there being at least a, a fourth shot, right? So they find three cartridge cases in the, in the six foot, in the sixth floor book depository. And there's audio evidence of at least a fourth shot. And if that fourth shot was actually there, then there has to be a conspiracy. There has to be two shooters because it's impossible for him to have fired more than three. Also, another thing that makes me think he wasn't part of it, they found his rifle there. Why would he leave his rifle there? I mean... That doesn't even make any sense. Yeah, it does, though. No, it's not because it, it will very easily be traced back to you. Why? Because you work there. You own that rifle. You were seen there on the day of. Like, that just seems... Who knows that he owns that rifle? Well, I don't know. You said that... They know that he owns the rifle. Because of the picture with the newspaper. Right. Which make I think is fake. So yeah, I think it's all He ordered the rifle through the mail. Mm-hmm. So they, they know it's his rifle. They know he has it. Like he's not He ordered he... it under a fake name, OH Lee. <laughs> it's not very <laughs> I mean, yeah, looking in hindsight, you're like, oh, it's not very, but like, yeah, I mean it's not... Okay, I was just gonna say I don't I think he's smarter than it's that. It's not Lee Harvey Oswald. Not. I was gonna say maybe he's too smart to leave his rifle and shell casings there, but then you told me that. Either way, if you're if, if somebody just shot the president and you see some dude run around with a rifle, would you be yeah, like, oh, that guy just, did it? Did he just leave it there and then just walk out? Like, yeah, right in front of the window where he did it. Like, it seems like he would have at least tried to. Hide no, I mean, it or he something. stashed it behind some boxes and stuff. But yeah, I mean, he left it there. And then he just know, walked I, out, like, like he walked out calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, got out of the building, went all the way home, put his revolver in his pants. Started walking to the wherever the f he was and going and shot a, and shot a cop. It doesn't, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like the same day. Yeah, where have you been? We've been over this. <laughs> I didn't know. So you didn't so say he day. like left, went home, and got a gun, and then came back. It, yeah, my, I don't know. Hold on, hold on. My point is, whoever groomed this young man mm -hmm. reassured him that he would not be alone, and then completely left him alone. We understand. Okay, you made right? that point clear. You can't feed me in the same lie that everybody in the world and their mother up and allow the president to be killed and then just at the last second everybody got their shit together and then apprehended the suspect within like a half hour after he had left right does that make sense to anybody seems sketchy yeah i mean it, it doesn't make any sort of sense it all seems too neat to me and that i think is the problem that most americans see with the story and then many years later jack ruby the man who killed uh lee, lee harvey oswald when he was dealing with the warren commission and the house committee on assassination he was basically like, I will tell you the truth. I will tell you 100% and you will know it's the truth. Get a lie detector in here. And I will tell you what happened. And they're like, okay, if you want that, we will get you a lie detector. And he's like, okay, bring one. I will tell you. And then his lawyer and his everybody that was representing him was like, no, don't do that. He's crazy. He's mentally ill. This will not reflect good on him. And they never did it. They denied it for him. Even though... The people who want to know the truth were like, yeah, we'll gladly do that. They're like, no, he's too mentally unstable. He's deteriorating. And then he died in jail. Like shortly after that? Um, or a while after Close that. enough after that, yeah. Hmm. I don't know how shortly it was, but. Okay. Um, you didn't say why you think there is more than one shooter. So there was, there was audio um, data that was taken and examined after the shooting mm -hmm. from a police, uh, motorcycle police officer's microphone you just say that yeah and there was evidence of at least a fourth shot 
What else, though? There's a lot there more. There was eyewitnesses not... who say they saw somebody else shooting from a secondary location, known as the Grassy Knoll. Right. So there was multiple people who said that? There were several people who said that. Now, a- another funny thing with this case is there are so many people who kept turning up dead. After they'd given? After they'd given some amount of testimony or before they could be questioned even further, they're dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a little suspicious, isn't it? Yes. And I don't have the exact names. There's many eyewitnesses that they saw something, they reported it, they went to go back and question them further, and, oh, he died last week. Oh, this <laughs> oh, happened. he's dead. Oh, this happened. Yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, okay. Let's ask Lee Harvey. Oh, he's dead too. Um, Yeah. So what else? They I witnessed like testimony about seeing shooters of the grass. You know. Yep. What else? What else? What? What other evidence is there that there could be between the audio footage of more than three gunshots being and people seeing eyewitness testimony that yeah, isn't there some kind of thing about the bullets and the injuries and stuff and how. So as much as I love this conspiracy theory, I mean, there's also stuff that makes people say that Oswald could not have gotten three shots off within the six point whatever seconds that he did. It is definitely possible. I've done it myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the president was the, the first shot was taken at an initial distance of 88 yards, which is not a far shot. It's not a close shot either, but he was also shot at an extreme angle. So if they're saying he's shot three times. Mm-hmm. How many of those allegedly hit the the president and two. the governor? So, so the he first... got, um, on top of it being super fast, he got two shots off that both hit in under six seconds. That that seems really skillful. And it's a bolt-action rifle, too. It's not like it's a semi-automatic or something. So that takes even more time. So, yeah, I mean, that would be really impressive to it Possible, but still really impressive to do. You'd have to be really, like a really good shooter, right? Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't. That would take a lot of skill. Yeah, I mean, does he seem like the kind of person that would fit that? I mean, you you said he was like a radio tech in the army or something. Yeah, he's also a marine. The marines Marines, rifleman first. So So the marines are all sharpshooters. What I'm telling you is, as far as rifle training goes, the marines get the most of it out of the entire armed forces. And it makes sense that all of them would be that. Even even somebody who works as a radio technician would be that great with a rifle because of his time in the Marines, because they're that well trained. I don't know why you're fighting me on this. I can tell you that Marines are I'm, all. I'm not first. fighting you, and I'm trying to understand. Like I'm telling you that. I'm trying to explain me. to you. Well, no, no, no. All Marines, all of them are you, trained in rifles. Yes, I understand. Whether no, no, no. Whether are they that trained? Were they're all snipers? Even the radio men are snipers. I'm trying to explain it. You're not listening. You're not. You're not answering my question. I'm gonna. Backtrack a little bit, so don't cut me off. All Marines are riflemen first. Whether you are a cook, whether you're a radio operator, whether you're a mechanic, you're trained on a rifle first. And when I say train, they train out to 500 yards, which is 200 yards further than the Army does. You said the shot was made at 800 yards. 88 yards. Oh, they said 800. No, 88 yards is fairly close. Okay. It's just over three quarters of the football field. Oh, that okay. I thought you were saying it was like really far away too, like on top of. Nope, I said not that far shot. Okay, well, six hundred is less than like eight hundred, so. I don't know what you're getting these numbers from. <laughs> you just you're said like six hundred is less than eight hundred. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's great. You said all these numbers. I said eighty-eight yards. That's all I said. I don't know. You're drunk. I think you said eight hundred. Okay, I did not. We'll find out. Do you have any questions back. on the yardage, Danielle? I just have a question as to if both he got shot twice, right? Are both of them 
in the, like, could they both have come from the same direction? That's subject to debate. So the only real footage of the assassination is from the Zapruder film, which was confiscated by the U.S. government. And then somehow the rights to it got owned. Yes. Hmm. Somehow the rights to the footage was owned by Life Magazine. Life (laughs) Magazine, Time Magazine. I I don't know. It's I don't fine. know exactly how that worked, but they purchased the rights to it, and I don't know. It was examined during both the Warren Commission and the second investigation on it. Um, the first shot to hit, so I I, I got to be completely honest, I don't remember the order of the shots. There was one miss in there. Whether it was the first shot or the second shot, I don't remember. One missed. One missed, and then there was a bystander who was hit with bullet fragments. Hmm. Um, But that's another debate, but anyways, one shot, the first shot to hit the president hit him through the base of his neck and came out the front of his throat. And that was the one that also went through governor Connolly, supposedly, if you believe the, the magic bullet theory. Um, so went through the president's neck, throat, went through governor Connolly's shoulder, came out his rib, came out his, yeah, his stomach and damaged a bunch of ribs went through his wrist, shattered his wrist, and then ended up in his leg. Now, when he was transported to the hospital, and this is another reason. That's a lot for one bullet that also went through Kennedy. What's that? It's a lot for one bullet that also went through Kennedy. And 15 layers of clothing. Yeah, it seems like the... the, 15? What were they? He's wearing seven layers? I mean, they're wearing suits (laughs) and such. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyways. uh, On top of that, when Connolly was transported to the hospital, the bullet that went through all of them was found laying in the stretcher. Hmm. Was not impacting his leg. It was laying in the stretcher. And that's some people use that as, hey, you know, that bullet was planted there. Right. Or the bullet was really pulled out and replaced with another one that would match the rifle. It goes through all of these motherfuckers in and out and then lands in the stretcher. Wait, so that's one bullet what about the other one one was a mess and the other one went and uh entered if you believe the autopsy report which was not performed at parkland hospital was performed at a, a, a some sort of navy base by government doctors um the bullet entered the back of kennedy's skull and uh the back i believe the back right side and came out the front right side <sighs> And there was a, a giant hole in his head. But uh, it definitely took out a portion of his head. So I don't, I guess I'm confused. So I want to reiterate, is that an impressive shot for somebody to make? Like you'd have to be more skilled than the average Marine or whatever to do, to make two hits in under six seconds with a bullet action rifle. That seems, that seems really impressive, even if it's not, 800 yards away, and it's only 88 yards away. I don't know why I keep bringing up 800 yards. I, just, thought, I thought that's what you just said. stop bringing up 800 yards. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're not answering the question. Answer the question. Is that an impressive shot to make? God. I don't... Is it an impressive shot to make? No. I'm trying to do the math. So anybody could do that, then? No. Any I, average Marine? You're asking if it's impressive or if anybody can do it. There's a middle ground no, somewhere, right? No, no, no. If the average Marine could do it, then it's not impressive. I think the average Marine could do it. Okay, fine. It's just also that it was so quick. It's a bolt action rifle. And it's also 
it's just also a moving target. I feel like all of that is kind of impressive. Correct. And, and which is why a lot of people think that the Secret Service was in on it because the car was not moving very fast. And after the first shot, the car slowed down and almost stopped. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that kind of makes sense. That that would be a natural reaction. I feel like even though this, like the obvious thing to do, be like, oh, you know, the president shot you should speed up. But I think when you hear like screaming, you're like, whoa, 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 what's going on? And you stop the car and you like turn around to try to gaze the situation. And then you're like, oh, oh, I need to get out of here. You know what I mean? So I think it makes sense that they slowed down after he was shot. I got to tell you, I think the one who is most surprised about this was Jackie Kennedy. Oh my God, poor lady. I know, poor thing. Yeah, I can't imagine. Was was she on the side that the bullet exited or entered? She was on his left side. I don't. I believe he got shot in his right side of his okay. head. So she was on the side that the bullet exited. I don't know. Ugh, to be honest worse. with you, I don't. I don't know. Because um, then you have that big gaping like exit wound, and you're like seeing your husband's blood and skulls and brains. I'm just saying, there's things that don't make every 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 way you turn in this story, something doesn't make sense. Wait, I want to know more about the injuries. And what more do you want to know? Like how you keep you said something about the magic bullet theory, but you didn't explain what it was. So the magic bullet theory, um, at the time, everybody was perplexed with how one. So, because you have the first bullet that hit um, President Kennedy's. Neck. Neck. Right? And then... Entered the side of his neck, came out his... The front of his neck. Or the, yeah, entered the side of his neck, came out the front of his throat. Back of his neck and came out the front of his throat. Oh, yeah. so right through like this, like a straight shot through the spine. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. So everybody agrees that because the, the footage is there, mm-hmm. right? A man got hit with bullet fragments from a miss, okay? So everybody agrees that that was a miss, right? So two shots. Two. You have two out of the three bullets accounted for. So that leaves one bullet left. And people are like, you're expecting me to believe that that one bullet created all these wounds through Kennedy and Connolly. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I mixed it up. I, mi- I mixed these. Let me start over. Everybody re- everybody agrees that there was one miss, the one that hit, you know, bullet, fa- bullet fragments, a bystander. There was the kill shot that hit President Kennedy's head. Mm-hmm. It's the one that went through his neck and then also through uh, Governor Connolly that people are speculative of. I mean, yeah, because if you think about it, it's it's going at a downward trajectory through Kennedy's neck and out his throat. And then it goes into the other guy's shoulder and then down to his ribs, out through his stomach and then into his wrist and then into his leg. That That is a moving bullet. Like it, That's not a straight shot, right? It's not if you... It's not if you... So the magic bullet theory, as it was presented, was that the bullet went through JFK, paused in midair, changed direction, went through Governor Connolly, made an abrupt turn. It's 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 assuming that they were sitting directly in front of each other, that it would have had to do all these things to make all these wounds. Mm-hmm. What they didn't realize at the time, or either didn't care to realize, was that Governor Connolly was not sitting directly in front of JFK. He was sitting slightly inboard. And he was turned in a different direction. And when you take into account for that, it is possible for them to make all those wounds as it is presented. He to was them. turned in a different direction, so they so weren't. Let's both say JFK forward. was sitting straight, and then Governor Connolly has leaned out the window like this. Okay. So your bodies are not one hundred percent in line, right? And on top of that, he, uh, Governor Connolly, was sitting in a jump seat, which was slightly inboard of where JFK was. So they're not sitting. 
in the same plane in either direction. Like they're not sitting. So he would have been like a little bit to Kennedy's uh, left then. Correct. And not, yeah, and turn to one side. And turn one. Oh, yeah, I guess that makes more sense. His body was in a weird position. Now. That's still a lot of injuries for one bullet to make, though. That's that's surprising. It Oops. is, except it's not. <laughs> oh, yeah? So I don't want to, like, wag my dick in people's faces, but I'm something, oh, of, a, do it. I'm something of a gun queer. You are. I am. A gun queer. <laughs> I am a gun queer. I know a little bit about guns or two. So the Is that offensive? I don't know. If you're out there and you're queer and you like guns, then come see me. I don't know. Long story short, President Kennedy was shot with a, a 6.5 by 52 millimeter Carcano round. Italian 6.5 by 52 millimeter Carcano round was actually designed to do massive penetration. It's a very <laughs> long, slender bullet with a lead core. Is it made to bounce around inside of a human body? <laughs> it didn't bounce around anybody's body. It just it is a lot of injuries for one bullet to make in in a bunch of weird places. Even if he's turned, I still feel like okay. No, you take anything that I've learned over the years of my life about bullets, and you just insert your opinion, and that'll naturally override it. You're not really saying anything either. You're just like, oh, it was made to do maximum damage, but like it still doesn't explain. I don't know. You said it's possible for one bullet to do all that, but it doesn't. You telling me it's meant to do maximum damage doesn't really answer the the possible, like whether it's possible or not. It yeah. is possible. Okay. Do you believe that that's what happened, Brian? Do you believe that that bullet could do that much damage? Taking away all of the circumstance of like how they were turned and how they were positioned and like how the bullet wounds line up, if I do. Like, if you take all that away and say, hey, if you stack two bodies up, could it do this much damage? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, but they weren't stacked straight up. I'm, I'm just saying, like, take all, take the angles out of it. Do I think one bullet could go through and create seven wounds in two different people? I do. But with the angles. Right, with the angles. That they that's, that's my thing. That's the important I mean, part. With, mm-hmm. with, the, with the angles, yes, I do. Okay. I mean, you would know. Right. And maybe I'm just like really drunk, but I still feel like I don't agree with anything you're saying. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't think Leo Oswald did it. I don't think it makes sense that one bullet could do so much damage and, and bounce around and inside that guy's body and hit, make all those injuries. Like no matter how he was sitting, I don't understand then, what you think. Bounced I don't. Around. I think it's nothing bounced around. I think it's an <laughs> impressive shot to make, and I don't think that any Marine could make it. That's. I don't agree with anything you're saying. Okay. You tell me what you think then. <laughs> I just told you what I think. What do you think happened? <laughs> I think... So let me get this straight. The 6.5 Carcano round didn't do any of that. Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't there. He couldn't do the shooting. So then what the f*** happened? <laughs> exactly. No, I'm asking you. This, the government definitely did it. With not not with definitely. that bullet though. Not with Lee Harvey Oswald. Who did it? Because... Do you think anybody... Who could do that shot then? You asked the question, I'm starting to answer it, and you're just like asking. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. I'm telling you the truth. You're going off like the mafia. The, the, the mafia did it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense too. You're sitting here being like, "Oh, the perfect explanation is the explanation." That's no fun, first of all, and I don't think it's true. What do you mean? <laughs> that. What do you mean? What I mean? <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> Caitlin's drunk. <laughs> I'm asking you what the f- you're talking about. That's what I'm asking. Let me answer that. 
I'm letting you answer. You're like, what do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> Danielle, what do you think happened? Oh, wait. You're I just told you. Yeah, the I mafia. Don't care. I think the mafia. Who did it? Why Who? do you think it was the mafia? I don't know. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening to Domestic Abase. <laughs> we have no information at all. We're just going to get drunk and ramble. Okay. So what I think happened is that the government definitely planned it. I think there was more than one shooter, and I don't think any of them were Why? actually Oswald. Why? What evidence do you have? Um. Well, one thing you didn't talk about was the man with the umbrella, which is shady. What the <laughs> f***? He doesn't have anything to do with anything. No pun intended. That's why I didn't talk to him. It was super shady. <laughs> yeah, he's throwing shade all over the place. <laughs> Sunny day, got That's his got umbrella, umbrella out. Yeah. it's a, He's like, wearing a full suit with sketchy sunglasses and a hat looks like a blues brother, like, and he's mad sketchy. He's like holding this umbrella in a bright sunny day and it's open and he just looks mad sketchy. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I want a divorce. <laughs> Why? I give you gold. I give you a very well thought out synopsis of what I think happened to JFK and you bring up <laughs> this dude has an umbrella and sunglasses and he just doesn't look like he belongs there. He must have shot the president. He doesn't look like he belongs there. With Are you, it's 1963. Everybody wore an overcoat and sunglasses and a hat. And an umbrella in the like. Is he a vampire or something? We already know why he has the umbrella. What does the umbrella have to do with anything, though? Because it's a bright sunny day, and he's standing there with an umbrella, and it's open while the president and he, everyone's like cheering, and like, "Oh my god, Mr. President!" Yeah, and he's just standing there all stone faced with his umbrella. He's got like a cloud of like dark energy, like radiating from him, like a dark black aura surrounding him. Mad sketchy. But what do you do with okay, the umbrella? So what, what, what Who she is, knows? What she's referring to is if you examine the Zapruder film, right before Kennedy is shot, there is a man, indeed exactly like she described, <laughs> wearing a hat and glasses and holding an umbrella, a black umbrella. And because the Zapruder film has been examined so many times by so many different people, everybody notices the umbrella man and they're like, oh my God. And people just go rampant with it. Like he opened an umbrella right before the... Right before the president died. Well, yeah, right before he was shot. Like, that's weird. People are like, there must have been poison darts in it. I'm like, he got shot in the back of the fucking head. There's no poison dart. He didn't die from poison. What if it wasn't a poison dart? What if it was just a regular old bullet that came People out of the People are like, oh, he did it as a signal to the shooters. Right, because the giant limousine driving down the street was not a signal enough. Like, what? Maybe he was there to distract people. Maybe the gunman is, like, right there in plain sight. But everybody's like, whoa, what the heck? Why is this creepy dude wearing all black in the middle of a bright, sunny Texas day with his umbrella open? Like, what is he doing? Now he's opening an umbrella. There's no rain clouds. That's mad sketchy. And nobody sees the guy over on the grassy knoll because they're looking at umbrella guy. So because, he's a freaking patsy. Because these detectives are terrible. <laughs> years later, they, they they track down the umbrella guy. And this time, Kennedy's and been dead for like he decades. He wasn't dead at this point. He didn't get killed like everybody else. No. And they're like, oh, my God, you're the guy from... The Zapruder film. How would the they know? Guy. He had the sunglasses on. You couldn't see his face. I think he just had regular glasses on. Either way, uh, so the, the problem was with the Zapruder film, we have seen it so many times, but back then nobody had seen it. Like it was part of an investigation. Nobody had seen the actual, people had seen stills from it, but not the actual footage, mm -hmm. unless you were involved in a court case. So by the time the footage actually became available, some guy's like, oh my God, I'm the, I'm the umbrella guy. Hmm. And then they were like, why did you do the umbrella right before the president died? 
And the answer he gave was so nerdy that it was like, oh, you didn't kill the president. You're just a giant nerd. Go ahead. He opened the umbrella in front of Kennedy to basically mock Kennedy's father. What? Yes. How? How does that mock Kennedy's father? His father was ambassador of the U of the U.S. in England under Neville Chamberlain, and Neville Chamberlain was the uh, prime minister of England before Churchill, and he was the guy who was appeasing Hitler. And Hitler was like, oh, I want to take over this part of Europe. And Neville Chamberlain was like, okay, Hitler, you can have that part of Europe, but no more. And Hitler was like, okay, I won't take any more. And he's like, okay. And Hitler was like, I want this too. And he's like, okay, Hitler, you can have that too, but no more. And Hitler was like, I want all of Europe. What and does he's this like, have okay, to do with Kennedy's dad? What's that? What does this have to do with Kennedy's dad? Kennedy's dad served under Neville Chamberlain. So the umbrella dude went there as Kennedy was driving by. He was like, fuck your dad. Here's my umbrella. <laughs> How does that fuck his dad, though? I don't know, but he did it, and that's the thing. No, you know what this sounds like? It sounds like years later, the guy, some nerd who who wanted to be insert himself into this whole thing was like, oh, yeah, that's me with the umbrella. Uh, you know, I had this really made-up weird reason that I did it. Yep, you know that what? was me. No. Every, every time a president drives past me, I'm just going to take my umbrella out. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know, but it'll probably get me on a watch list somewhere. So, Umbrella Guy is one of the things that makes me think that it was like not Lee Harvey Oswald. There was all that commotion on the grassy knoll. I literally knoll. just explained it when you're like, nope. I don't I don't believe it. What did he do? What part did he do? He could have either had an umbrella gun and been one of the shooters. And sh he was on the opposite side. Exactly. The thing is, everything we know about this comes from what the government tells us. Right. Um. So you're telling me, oh, there was a bullet found in the stretcher. There was only four case, like casings or bullets found or whatever. Like there could be more that people just took and hid. You know what I mean? You have some people saying they heard six shots. Some people saying they heard three. Like, I don't know. To me, it just seems like there is definitely more than one shooter. And having it be Oswald makes sense because that's what they want you to think. That's the way the CIA set it up. That's the way the government set it up is that he would take the fall. So I everything agree you're with saying, everything you just said, except for the umbrella man. <laughs> okay. You're like, I, I agree with that. Do you <laughs> think the umbrella man I shot him? I just thought he needed to be mentioned. With his umbrella gun? He's mad sketchy. That's I, It's just somebody to bring up. I don't know if he's actually part of it all, but it does raise it, reasonable doubt, right? If this is a court case, there's a reasonable doubt here. I don't think Lee Harvey Oswald did it. You've convinced me. Not guilty. Agree. What? I mm -hmm. literally just said I think Lee Harvey Oswald definitely did it. I'm saying he didn't. I'm saying he didn't do it alone. Right. I know. I don't think he didn't do it at all. Because there's enough reasonable doubt created. Yeah. <laughs> Go home, babe. You're <laughs> fucking drunk. That is how... I know you don't listen to a lot of court cases. I do. That is, that's how they work. Some guy opened an umbrella. <laughs> reasonable doubt. <laughs> reasonable doubt. <laughs> Umbrella in the sun time. It's sun time. Umbrellas don't belong. Reasonable doubt. Yes. Okay. Sure. I mean, that's the only thing that gives me reasonable doubt. It's everything we've discussed. Babe, I want you to tell us about the mafia um, theory. Because that's what Danielle thinks happened. Danielle can tell us about it. Oh, I don't, she doesn't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> Except that it makes sense. It just makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the one guy worked for the mafia, right? Like the 
No, 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 no. I didn't say that. He had mafia. He had Jack Ruby had mafia connections. Mafia connections with a strip club, right? Nightclub. Nightclub. Classier than a strip club. Okay. All right. But you said that Robert Kennedy. I'm getting to that. Okay. So the Kennedys made waves everywhere they went. Okay. Robert Kennedy, who was appointed to uh, Attorney General of the United States, made it pretty well known that he wanted to crack down on mafia in the United States. So um, he he pretty much antagonized the mafia and did his best to disband them, including um, Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa was the head of the Teamsters in the early 60s. So Robert Kennedy basically like had an inquisition with Jimmy Hoffa about the mafia and the Teamsters and all this other stuff that you can get into. But basically he made a lot of enemies and JFK supported him because he's his brother and like let him do that. Now there's a theory that the mafia got so fed up with Bobby Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy, because they're from Boston. They got so fed up with Bobby Kennedy that they were like, we need to eliminate him. But why kill Bobby Kennedy? You don't cut off the tail of the snake, you cut off the head of the snake. So if we get rid of John Kennedy, then Bobby Kennedy won't even be a problem. But if we get rid of Bobby Kennedy, John Kennedy will just replace him with somebody like him. Mm-hmm. So sense. that is where the theory gets some credence. Well, also, doesn't the mafia like to go out after like family members? Like, oh, you mess with me. Well, now I'm going to kill like your dad and your mom and your brother and your sister. Ha 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 ha. Like, I feel like that was part of their, if it was them, that would be make sense too. Cause they like to go after, make a big thing. It could be. Like, and we'll I mean, show you. let's, let's be honest here. Bobby Kennedy was later assassinated. Oh yeah. He was. How much later? Um, years. 10, 25, two. I'm not mistaken, he was killed by Sirhan Sirhan with a 22 caliber revolver. Okay, that wasn't my question. I don't know when. <laughs> okay. But I will tell you this. There is another, there was three Kennedy brothers. And if I was that third one, <laughs> I would be looking at it every yeah. corner. Because they're like Pokemon, you got to catch them all. Is there any other um, thing that would make you think the mafia did it? I don't. Is there any evidence? No. Other than Jack Ruby killing... And having loose mafia connections. No, I mean, there's no real connections. There is strong motive to have Kennedy killed. Yeah. In my opinion, I don't believe that the mafia was big enough, strong enough, or orchestrated enough to do it. I mean, if it was as easy as getting some 24-year-old to do it, like, you know what I mean? That that would make sense. I mean, I don't think the 24-year-old was strong enough to do it himself, do you? Right. Right. No, I don't. I mean... Unless it was just dumb luck, like he was so, it it was so unlikely that he could pull it off that nobody even like thought that he like you know what I mean. Right. That's why right. he got lucky because nobody was even looking for some lowly like. You think he's just some dumb communist. Texas fucking cowpoke? He's like, well, I hear the president's driving by today. I think I'll bring my rifle. I mean, to think, work. think about that though. Like, if you're an absolute nobody, oh, like, golly. listen, no, listen, listen, ain't nobody looking out that way. Oh, golly, ain't nobody looking out that way. I either. mean, no, no, think about it. Are there no secret service in that car? He ain't got no bulletproof bubble. Well, golly, I bet you I better shoot him. I mean, think about it, though. I shot him. Oh, my God. What should I do with my rifle? I should stash it behind these here boxes and just walk calmly down, drink me a Coke. Yeah, get a vending walk machine my way Coke. Home, get my revolver. Walk on down. Maybe I'll kill a policeman on my way to see a movie. Yippity-doo-dah-day. According to your thing, though, 
that would make sense that he that his actions after that according to your theory that would make sense yeah but then they find you in two days it didn't take them two days it took them like 25 minutes yeah what to find him that's what i'm saying like it's in just, dallas it's not like it's it not like there's 36 sense. people in this town it's like a very highly populated city in texas it doesn't make sense yeah i think it's really sketchy that he was caught all of a sudden that he i don't know that they that they know who this crazy dude is who is super communist hates kennedy has russian communist ties and stuff like all this stuff they know he exists and they didn't do anything about it that doesn't make any sense what do you mean they let him they let him be there i mean it's a free country it's, he works there they he didn't have any eyes on this dude they weren't even like considering that he would do it that doesn't make any sense i'm trying to debate this from both sides like right. he works Honestly, there I'm, he is supposed getting, to be there and they Personally, paraded kennedy down the street right in front of his work yeah like what the heck that doesn't make any sense none of this makes any sense it's clearly like it doesn't make sense to me that oswald was he that he did it do you know where my my certainty comes from? Is that I just the love the umbrella man. You made it very no, clear. No, no, I love conspiracies and I love disagreeing with popular theories. So if everyone's telling me one thing, my natural instinct is to be like, nope, that that's wrong. You're wrong. I'm stubborn as a mule. <laughs> I don't think he did it. Who do you say? So who? If I not think him, then who? Some I don't know who. Some random people that they didn't even they haven't even looked at or know. Because they put all, they had a scapegoat. They put all of them on Oswald. So no one's even looking at, they didn't investigate further. Oh, I'm sorry. I wasn't done with what I was saying earlier. Okay, sorry. This is, so you're like, Danielle, you said that uh, they 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 paraded the president in front of Lee Harvey Oswald, yes? Yeah. In front of his work. Yeah, I did say that. This is 1963. It's not 2020. There's no computers. There's no databases. Like literally phone numbers are still kept on Rolodexes. Right. The Dewey decimal system is still applicable. Like there is so much that has changed in technology that even if it had been recorded who Lee Harvey Oswald was, and even if it had been recorded to one of several government agencies, you still have to get that information in front of the right person to make the right connection. And the information travel back then was just so much slower. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. No. What are the chances that the, the that this uh like ride that the president took was right in front of his work? That's what I'm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that is. I mean, yeah. What are the odds in all of Dallas? In Texas? all of Dallas, Texas, and that's like the biggest yeah, city I, in Texas, isn't it? I don't know. It's one of them. So you're like, oh. It information travels slow. No, because you said at the very beginning that like being communist was like the biggest thing that the the FBI cared about the government. Like if you were even kind of communist, they had your house bug. So if that's true, and they they knew they like kept track of their communists. Well, Leo Rios one is a very he's not just a random communist. Like he made it very clear by def- like defecting to Russia and coming back. Like that he would one hundred percent be on their radar. They would know everything Who's? about him. Who's the FBI? Exactly. Right. The right. FBI run by who? The president? Jagger Hoover. Who is that? Jagger Hoover is the director of the FBI during this time. Okay. So but wasn't he eventually he a president? Was... No. Oh. That was Herbert Hoover. Oh. Different Hoover. Then there's okay, also but... the Hoover that invented the vacuum. That makes sense. You're saying like, oh, they they wouldn't know where he worked. I mean, unless that got in front of the right people. Like, 
he would be such a big thing. Like everybody would, there would be no way that they would parade the president in front of the work of the, like a very well-known communist to them. Hear me out. I just. Hear me. I'm hearing. Hear me out. I'm listening. My ears are open. He is a, he's an open Marxist communist. Okay. Or Marxist Leninist. And he stands out because he renounced his US citizenship, went to Russia, came back and got it back. He stands out. He's not just one of many communists. Okay. Okay. Go on. So who would take note of that? The FBI. And the FBI at this point in time was run by J. Edgar Hoover, who is a very secretive man. He was a man who played many a game. He is a man that would definitely take this information and keep it to himself and see where it went to before he broadcast it to other branches of the government, branches that he was rival with. The FBI at this point in time was competing against the CIA and competing against other government agencies. Right. But that. For, and, and kind of jockeying for position in, in the hierarchy of the government. Right. Which why it why, is why it leads to being proof that either Oswald was set up or that he didn't do it at all. And they used him to take the fall because it would make so much sense that it was him. Because of all these things. You can't get me to believe that the government did not know that Oswald was there. He wasn't on their radar. They didn't know that was his work. Like, that it doesn't is, make any you're, sense. You're viewing the government as one homogenous entity. entity yeah. When I'm trying to explain to you that they're not. Just because the FBI knew something doesn't mean the government knew it. Okay, it do you FBI think that knew. Hoover knew that Kennedy was going to be in Texas? In Dallas, Texas, where Lee R.V. Oswald, like, Works. was? Do you think he knew that and kept it to himself? He probably did. Which leads to be that suspect. That leads to a conspiracy, a big cover-up. The CIA or an FBI being involved. I mean, maybe Oswald was working for the U.S. government. Maybe he was an agent. Maybe, therefore, he was not a threat. Maybe he was playing a role. Maybe. Maybe he was, maybe he was making himself look like he was looking like he was a communist in order to gain trust of other communists in order to flush them out. Which one makes more sense? I don't understand. I'm asking you. It makes sense to me that he was such an obvious target that they, that's why they used him as like a fall guy. Who? Whoever set up the actual, whoever did the actual killing, they made it seem like it was him. And nobody questions it because of all these things he's got on him. But he didn't actually do the shooting at all. That's my theory, that he's 100% a fall guy. And the things you're saying make sense to that. I just, I don't believe that this very obvious, well-known communist just had all these things laid out for him to just be able to murder JFK that day. Like, it just doesn't, I can't make It all goes back to what I always say. Can't count on luck. Sometimes luck counts. Yeah. No, I reject that. President Kennedy was shot by the umbrella man. I never said that. This he is, opened like, his umbrella and poison. It was a poison dart signal. This is just like the Dietlas Pass episode where I said something about there being like a fight between Luda and Leuda. whatever. And you were like, oh yeah, love triangle. Love, like you, the whole episode you kept saying that. And I never once said there was a love triangle. I never once said the umbrella man did it. Yes, you did. No, I did. You said poison dart. I did. <laughs> yes, you did. You. you said. I didn't. Replay the footage. I, I'm gonna. Anybody who's listening can prove that I didn't never said that that was you. You're the one who brought it up. You said poison darts you and signals. You said poison darts and signals. All I said was there was an um, 
a, a sketchy umbrella man there and then you picked up and ran with it. You're like, well, all these people say these things and I never said any of those. You, you just said what other people have said. All I said was that there was a man with the umbrella and it was mad sketch. Why is it relevant? Because it's sketchy. There's, There's a million sketchy things no, no, going no, no, on no, no, right no, no, now. No, no, That's no, no, one no. of them. This is in this entire parade route. There's two hundred thousand people. He's and the wh- only one in a a three piece black suit with a creepy hat and creepy yeah, the sunglasses. The only one in like a thirty five second video with wearing all black, radiating his black aura, looking all sketchy and secretive, holding a black umbrella like he's death or something. It was probably death, actually. That's who that was. Right place, right time. So, are we at the end? How, do we have any other theories to bring up? I don't know anymore. I still think Oswald did it and was hired by the U.S. government to do it. I think the U.S. government did it, but they set up Oswald as a patsy, and he didn't actually shoot the president. All right. So, uh, thank you for listening to our drunk debate on the assassination of JFK. There's a million theories we didn't cover, so you can tell us in the comments what your favorite one is if we didn't cover it you can tell us why we're stupid specifically brian if you're out there and you killed jfk please tell us <laughs> yeah seriously just i like, just want to stop having this debate no nah, hit us up domestic baits podcast at gmail.com send us an email and tell us all about how you did it thanks again everybody give some love for my favorite sister because she came to my wedding Danielle. <laughs> And she was a bridesmaid. Yeah, I mean, come on. If you have any comments, leave them in the <laughs> comment. <laughs> smash knows. that thumbs up button. Yeah, smash that. I like that one. Share it with all your friends. If you like this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. We're not gonna ask you to like leave us a five star review on Apple podcast but you can like we're not going to tell you to do that we're not going to tell you to donate to our patreon page we're just going to tell you share it with a friend that's it's that easy all right we love you <laughs> amen bye Thanks for listening. we love you and we'll see you next time thanks again for joining us on this week's quest to understand the other side if you like this episode please share it with a friend you can connect with us on social media links in the description there you can let us know what you thought of the episode or what you'd like to hear us cover next New episodes are released every Monday. This has been Domestic Debates. Until next time.